Hey guys, I just wanted to reach out to you and let you know that Surewinder is still selling amazing products. Some of you guys have been dragging your feet for whatever reason. If your shoulder hurts, do not waste time. Pull the trigger. I just bought uh, four or five of them and uh, we had two guys out. You know how much it cost me to pay for two guys being out with bad shoulders? We just pulled the trigger and we said, listen, everybody's going to have one on a truck. It's mandatory. You got to use it. Don't hesitate. Don't wait till your guys go down. It's going to cost you more. Buy a Sherwinder. It's not every day someone invents something that changes the game. I found out about this product that I'm talking to you about uh, and I had to try it. So I ordered a few and after using it, I'm sold. Now we stock them on our trucks. It's called All Brace and it will help you sell more service and buy you time until doors come in. There's never been a greater time for a product like this. Phil has a video on his website of him cutting a door literally in half, installing the all brace and running it like nothing ever happened. It is literally incredible. One of the greatest selling videos I've ever seen. You're gonna wanna check it out at all-brace.com. What's up guys, Ryan here with Torch Talk Podcast and I've got a few people with me today that I'm going to introduce you to, and then we're going to chat, uh, getting you up to speed. I am in the Torch Talk Podcast studio. That was cool, right? I've never called yep. it that. Anyway, that's a new thing. Um, and we got a lot of transition going on. I love how, like, when life throws you curveballs, you just, like, accept it you practice you go to the batting cage and you practice curveballs and then you get out there and all of a sudden they don't they don't look like they're curving so hard um i had a really hard time hitting curveballs down and away when i was a kid but now i'm crushing them over the fence so when i get them i like just take a deep breath like greg giaquinto says your daily reminder to breathe a Monday morning mindset and then you just swing with your eyes open because if you swing with your eyes closed the ball's moving it's really hard um today I've got Tamara on as usual say what up hello so say what up what up there you go and then we got Josh Yager it's not hey, Yager. what's up I'm just messing with you Josh Yeager's with us. Um, I've known Josh for how long have we known each other, bro? Years. Probably. Well, I've been, I've been uh, stalking you about two years, but I think we formally met at Vertical Track in uh, yeah. twenty one. Yes, um, and I think I still remember. I think you were really disappointed that uh, you could not have the tomahawk steak at dinner. Was, uh, took that whole trip down a grade. Yeah. For sure. So, Josh, uh, I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you, how you got in the door game, and uh, you've got a lot of transition going on in a unique situation I'd like you to talk about, kind of share, and hopefully someone can relate. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, I'm uh, my company is BDK Door. We're in the West Chicago suburbs. Um, pretty much 45 minutes straight west from Chicago without traffic, uh, with traffic probably an hour 40 outside of Chicago. Um, yeah, I grew up in the business. My dad owned a company. 
right in the west suburbs and little suburb called Addison. I was real fortunate, worked for him for 10 years. Uh, only issue was I, had, I got four brothers and I was working with three of them and man, we were uh, button heads. Um, and you know how it is working with, with family. Sometimes it's uh, you actually do better when you're apart from them. So that's what ended up happening. I, I left thinking I would make a point, but uh, in my youthful haste, I wasn't communicating properly. So I ended up leaving there, uh, working for you know, another door company in sales, uh, subcontracting, just trying to, you know, just trying to get by, trying to make money. I was real fortunate. I one of the, the guy I was getting the most work from approached me one day and just said he was looking to retire. Uh, it was kind of a surprise for me, but I was real fortunate. He, you know, walked me through the process how we could transition the company. Um, you know, essentially did an owner financing deal and. That was man eight years ago already. So, what made you want to buy a company? Uh, at the time, mostly ego. You know, like I grew up, my dad owning the company, saw him do it, thought, well, I surely can do this, and yeah, probably even thought I could do it better. Uh, yeah, that was, <laughs> you know, how it is. Once you run your company for a few years, you start to realize, man, it's pretty lonely if you don't have support and help. Yeah. So over the past four years, uh, and I was real, real fortunate, had some great guys come alongside me the first two years of the company, and uh, that made all the difference, you know. Uh, Who, kind of like, plays were they the, other door guys? Yep, yeah, other technicians with uh, just lots of service and install experience. Um, yeah, uh, the main guy, Jared, has come along with me. He's my service manager now. He's uh, He handles everything. Uh, really enables me to, you know, focus on what I'm trying to do for the next steps, as well as, you know, tweak what we got going. Nice. And you have a unique situation in the fact that you don't even live in the same state as your business. Yeah, live there half the time. So, uh, yeah, I w we've been visiting Jacksonville, Florida for about five, six years. Uh, my wife's got an uncle down here just a great place to visit and the Chicago winters get longer and longer. So she kind of hit the point where she was like, you know what? I need a little better, a little better Sunshine weather situation. Rainbows. Yeah. Have a little piece of what those uh, Atlanta people have. Mm -hmm. So actually uh, we do not have the water. So you're one up on me. Water's nice, man. I do think it's, it gets more humid in Jacksonville than it does in Atlanta. I mean, it gets pretty humid here, but that's that pretty off here. Florida. You don't want to come. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, please don't come here. Uh, Jacksonville is an, like a pretty important place. I'm pretty sure what uh, that that is where Precision Corporate is that right? Do I understand that correctly? I'm not familiar. Oh, um, I also believe like GDS started in Atlanta, I thought, and then, um, I think they moved to Jacksonville. Um, if I recall correctly, I could have those mixed up. I don't know if you're listening, you know, the details of that, you can hit me up, <laughs> let me know. But, um, how, how is it going managing, I guess, kind of like two different door companies in two different States, you're going back and forth, um, how is that working for you? 
uh, right now it's it's week by week, you know, and we're having some awesome wins. It's really cool to see what the team can do um, when I'm not there. You know, it, it's uh, an ego check in some ways. You know, you think, man, I was the driving force and I was doing all this. And, man, then you turn around and say, man, they had some great weeks, or some great decisions, and I wasn't even there. So it really, yeah, for me, that puts my ego in check, you know, the uh, I was real fortunate about a year ago, I brought, I hired a, a friend of mine that had done really well in a corporate company and you know, essentially brought him on as my you know, personal business coach. And he's given, man, he gives me so many good nuggets. Like, I think the hardest one to swallow was last fall. He told me, he's like, man, what if the guys working for you are actually better at this than you are? And that was something I had to really chew on because, you know, we all want to think like we're the business owner. We're starting, you know, we're doing this thing. We're the entrepreneur but you know the more you think about it with unless you got good people with you you can't go anywhere i'm a hundred percent convinced and this is a reality that i came to probably about a year or so ago that i may know more than a lot of my team about business and stuff like that but um they know more about their jobs than i do and so I can train on certain aspects, but there's still like, there's not a job in my company where I don't have somebody who is better than me um, doing it. And the more I get in the process, the more I screw it up. So uh, I'll give you an example. I had a guy reach out to me. Like now when people text me or message me, uh, they're like, Hey dude, my spring broke. Can you send somebody out? Um, I'm like, yep. Forward into the office. Like I don't even get involved because I'll end up screwing it up. You know, I don't do it every day. I don't book calls. Um, you know, I, I, I just feel like at this point in time, I've literally hired my way out of a job, which is, super exciting and it sounds like you're kind of there other than the fact that you're working in the garage today but you're trying to get this one off the ground right yeah yeah i mean uh you know being away from it you know big takeaway for me is uh you realize how well you have to manage and that's uh, been my focus this year now is like i've got to really communicate at a high level and you know we start diving into what is communication you know everyone we can throw that word around yeah, we need to communicate i wish you'd communicate but like at the end of the day what does that really mean how do i communicate with you better how do i communicate with my service manager and my techs um and for me it always comes back to you know biggest thing i can work on is me that's what i try and teach my kids is you, know, you can complain and not be happy about stuff but the only thing you can change is what's you know what's inside of you so that's where I'm trying to work right now is to communicate the vision, the potential we have, you know, show that there is a path to get there so that we can all have, a, you know, a better, better life together. Yeah. It's amazing how when given the opportunity, your team can step up and really like fill in the gaps. I think that's super cool. I mean, like I'm kind of dealing with that here a little bit because, um, you know, we just had, um, we just had Emma, who's like a core person. She started with me, like 
shortly after we started such and such media media and she's been with me forever like three years um and she put in her notice right and i'm like devastated and then my team's like hey we got this like we can handle it we'll step out and that's cool right like it's just cool to have that and to know your team cares enough to be like, Hey Ryan, don't stress out. Like you got this. And so uh, it's also given me an opportunity to like reevaluate things and uh, restructure, uh, change things up a little bit, try to make it better. But uh, when you have a good team that cares, you know, when something like that happens, you know, you're curious, like I was curious, like, is this going to rock my team? Because she pretty much runs stuff. And, uh, then I'm like, wow, like I got team. Yeah. I got my team members pulling me aside. Like, Hey, I can do more. I can help out. What do you need? Let me know. Um, and that's pretty, that's pretty special. Like, um, I love that. And, and as a business owner, I think we tend to take so much and put it on our own shoulders. And there's two different mentalities there. Like one is, you know, we feel like we got to lead by example and do everything so we can prove our, to all of our team that I'm willing to do what you're willing to do. And then the other one is I don't want to delegate everything uh, because I don't want to put too much on you. Right. And so mm-hmm. I'm very careful. I'm, I'm the second guy. Um, you know, I've already put in my work. I, I don't need to prove that I can work as hard as you do in the field. Like, not an interest of mine. I don't really care, but I don't want to put too much on somebody and then them be like, Hey, I can't handle this. I quit or I'm frustrated. Um, so I'm always very cautious of that. And I try to ask as much as possible. And, um, so yeah, but as a business owner, we get in those positions a lot where we're like, where's the balance? Like, who are we? What's our job today? Um, and I think business owners get bored and just start doing stuff that they're not even supposed to do. And we talked surely about that. not that never happened. What? <laughs> right. I mean, we talk about it in GDU all the time, which by the way, Josh is a member of GDU. Um, speaking of which, how are you enjoying GDU, bro? Oh, love it. Great group of guys. Um, it's really good to have guys that are, it's like a mastermind basically, you know, these guys, bringing up stuff that I was not even thinking about, you know, six months ago and holy cow, you know, we'll touch on it or Tamara will mention uh, having a resource from something that came up six weeks ago and she can pull it back up and, you know, get it back out to everyone. It's a great resource. I love it. Isn't that weird how she can do that? She's uh, she's, she's fast, man. I believe she's part human, part AI. Don't be giving away my secrets. Yeah. Sharp with all that CrossFit. Yeah, we'll be talking about something. She'll literally be like, Oh, I have a file on that from six months ago. Let me get it for you. And like 30 seconds later, it's in your inbox. I'm like, dude, how do you even find it that fast? So I think she's got like I haven't even seen her filing system yet, but it's pretty legit, I think. A very particular set of skills. Yes. Organization. (laughs) Um so what what's next dude like you got a door company in chicago you got a door company in uh jacksonville you moved your family down there like i know i know you said like what was the what was the mindset like what, how did you come to the conclusion like 
I'm going to keep this company we're going to actually move and I'm going to start another door company in Florida. Like what was that wrestling, uh, that mental process like? Yeah. So, and, but that was something like, you know, if you go back three years ago, that was something like in the family, you know, our, you know, me and my wife were like, you know, future goals, maybe retirement. And then, uh, you know, two years, it's like, you know, it's really nice. You know, we should be going more and more often. That's kind of where we want to be. Um, and then one year after the pandemic, you know, it's, and this ties into that, what do they call it now? The great resignation. I mean, I think uh, culturally our country kind of hit a point where it was like, man, our, you know, America was a real hard working place. And I think a lot of people were re realizing the priorities had gotten maybe out of skew. Yeah. Uh, because at the end of the day, you know, work is, is good. I love the work, the family, but the lasting impression I'm going to have is going to be those four kids that I got and my wife, yep. you know, the stuff that's going to be around after all my work is gone and long gone. And it's going to be that. So that's my absolute top priority is, you know, time with them, showing them that anything's possible. And if, you know, how can I tell my kids you can pursue your dreams or we can accomplish anything we put our minds to if I can't pull the trigger and say, yeah, we're going to move to Florida and still run a company. Um, yeah, it was a lot of wrestling. It was definitely kind of jumping in the deep end. There's a hundred things that I know now that I got to do better, hundred things to work on, but it's like I tell my kids, like all the work I need to do is on myself. Like my team is fully capable. They're making better decisions than I do. <laughs> so in some ways I got to look at it and say, man, maybe I was slowing them down for the past couple of years. It's That's, amazing uh, how when I stepped out of Aaron overhead doors, it really opened up the opportunity for that, that company to grow like crazy. Mm -hmm. Same experience, bro. And I'm a sales guy and marketing guy. So you would think I would be contributing, but it's, you're too attached, you know, and, and everybody's so particular about the way, like business owners are typically so particular about the way things are done, like so particular. And then everybody's so weird about like upsetting the boss. Now I feel like people have more authority. They can make decisions. People are making better decisions. They're not afraid. Um, so that's pretty cool. So you, you, you literally spend one week in Chicago and then one week in, um, Florida. Yep. Yeah. Fly back. Uh, you know, if something needs some attention or we got some, and we got a lot of stuff that we're trying to work on. I mean, you know, if I need to spend an extra week up in Chicago, I can do it. Um, if I got to get back for something going on down here, I shoot back and you know, we're, it's a, definitely a transition period, um, but all I'm seeing around me is that my team is fully capable and strong enough. Um, my job now, my number one goal is to really make this job, you know, the premier place to work so we can attract the best technicians because, yeah, we're, we're overbooked and behind and I need to you know, a lot of that is a combination of efficiency and running, uh, knowing where our money's at, and then also bringing on and training new technicians, which we finally got a good program based for that. So, 
potential is all there. It's just uh, how quickly we can get it lined up. And that's, again, where you know, GDU group has been tremendous for me is got, you know, five guys in my group. Some got bigger operations, some have smaller. Uh, it's great. The guys that are bigger have gone through the headaches that I've been, that I'm going through now. The guys that are smaller, they are running super lean. They are coming up with so many unique and tech, you know, things that are based in technology to be efficient. It's uh, I'm in a sweet spot right there. I get the most dust from both of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of times, you know, as business owners, I mean, you either have one or the other, you got the big spender who's always willing to sell his way out or you got the squeeze, which is the guy who doesn't want to spend the money and he'll sacrifice sales to keep the bills down. And I've been both at different points in time in my career. And I remember like the second year in, you know, my bills started getting that 50,000, 60,000, 70,000. And you're like, holy cow, this is a lot. And I backed off a little bit and that was like the worst thing I could have done. You got to keep going. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's different. You can't really scale this like a software company like I tried to do, but um, unless you have an incredible network of people that you can hire from, but the, uh, you know, I've been part of companies that have grown 10 X year over year and it's fun. Right. And then you also have like your employees love to be part of something special, right? If you're running a business and you're okay with stagnation or just like same old, same old, uh, that grows old. And, you know, if you're a competitor of mine here in my market and I'm selling a dream and they're, they're like, they haven't even heard your dream and, and you're just stagnant. Where do you think that dude's going to work? Consistency in everything, including price, reliability, quality, not just quality, but great quality control. These are things that describe Somer USA. Somer's not some startup company, not one that you need to be worried about going out of business in the near future. Somer's a two, Somer and their family of businesses are $200 million companies. They're in over 100 countries, and they have locations in 20 countries. This is a large organization who stands behind their product and works through integrity. And there's not another company out there willing to drop what they're doing and help you out like Somer. These guys are awesome. Not only have they been loyal to the Torsion Talk podcast, they've been loyal to the technicians and the owners of the companies who install their product. In my opinion, if you're not at least offering Somer as an additional option, you're cheating yourself. Listen, first-time dealers, I've got a special for you. If you buy 10 or more Somers between now and the end of the season six, while supplies last, we will offer you free shipping. You have no more excuses. The prices are great. The product is amazing. Go check out Somer USA and order 10 for free shipping. I'm going to tell you guys a marketing secret. You want to gain more social media likes, shares, and follows? 
people love unique and cool projects. There are no better photos to share than the ones on Schweiss Doors social accounts. These guys post some incredible things. Make sure to go there and like and share their Facebook and Instagram post with your business account. So if you like their business account, you can share their uh, their post. The Bifold Doors are awesome, and they're doing some great projects that will go viral on social media if you share them. Go right now to Schweiss Door on Facebook and check out some of the projects they share and like their page. Oh, and don't forget, no one builds a better bifold than Schweiss. Yeah, we um in our leadership exercise that you know my coach Scott's taking us through. That was what we touched on last month. Was um you know really vision and goals for the company, and it was great because now I've got uh, my two managers, service manager and warehouse manager in the leadership training with me. So yeah. Scott's program is tailored just for us. We're getting a sample of how to, what does running a meeting really look like? What should we be focusing on? Works personally with us or so developing our own goals. Uh, but it was really interesting to me is like, we each individually came up with our goals for the company and what we like about the company. And all three of us, uh, you know, the words that we came out back with, the only word that all three of us had that was the same out of our top five was growth. And that really got me and Scott working. And that's something there that all of us, the desire for growth is there. Mm -hmm. But when you think like, yeah, what is growth? Like we're all, you know, we're growing older. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, we're growing, growing a little wider sometimes, but you know, if you start digging into that, it's, why do we want growth? It's because we know we're capable of more. And that's mm -hmm. what I really see with my guys is they, you know, inside they know that there's that potential that they can do more. So growth is the surface word. I'm trying to dig into this because it's kind of like opportunity, you know, people want to be someplace where's that, where that opportunity to, to grow is. And I think there might even be a layer beneath that, you know, like a route to that. Um, that's, that's what I'm thinking. Deep side, deep inside, we all know that we could do a lot more than we're doing. And maybe we just need a little help, maybe like guidance, maybe it's, yeah. you know, a resource. Uh, but at the end of the day, I'm a big believer. We weren't meant to do anything on our own. You know, we, yeah. we all got to make our own choices, make it, you know, do our own, you know, earn our, cut our teeth on stuff. But if you don't have a team to celebrate it with for you, it's, it's pretty, pretty lonely. 100%. You mentioned your coach is working with you guys on how to run a meeting. Can you give us one or two nuggets? Because I think this is probably one of the most underappreciated things in the garage door business, because a lot of people haven't been a part of meetings or, you know, run them poorly. Uh, can you share with us some things that he shared with you? Absolutely. I mean, uh, yeah. So like with us, we started, you know, when I purchased the company, we are doing about a little under a million in sales. You know, we are inching up 10, 15% a year. So it's, it's a slow, but good climb. But, you know, once you start having managers, it's like, you, you don't realize that you can't have more than like five or six direct reports, you know, and our company now, I think we're at the 16 employees. You just can't communicate to everybody at the same level you did when there's just five or six of you in the shop, mm -hmm. you know, and, I made my choice to go to work, so I never got the, you know, the management experience that you might have at a more established company. Um, 
but some of the good good stuff he's uh, Scott's guided me with is you know what's the goal of the meeting you know go into it know what you want to get out of it and once you know what you want the results of the meeting to be just work backwards from there you know, if I want my guys to come away from this you know residential sales meeting with knowing this three different options they can present on service calls all right let's work backwards from there we need to have these options ready I need to have questions ready to get them to that point where they're going to start answering these with the answers I want them to have. It's a, it's a lot of brain power to start thinking about how other people are going to think, mm -hmm. but that ties into the communication side of it. Cause you know, if you got a spouse, you know, that you can say one thing and it can mean something totally mm -hmm. different. Like how's my uh, butt look? Looks yeah. big, babe. What? No, I mean like in a look good way. <laughs> Super good. Looks fat. P H A T. So uh, that's good information. I'm very serious about meetings. Uh, I don't like them, but they're critical. And so I spend a lot of time um, doing short. I try to do short meetings. I don't like, you know, our management meetings sometimes like drag on and you know, I just told my managers, I'm like, look, we're all sitting around here. Everybody's got their laptop open. Like, listen, we're more efficient if we close our laptops, meet, and then you guys can go do whatever. But it's meaningless for me to be in here and us all talking while you guys are responding to emails and whatever. So um, yeah, let's make That's this 15, 20, 30-minute meeting. Let's get on the mm -hmm. same page, figure out what we need to do. And then walk away with action items. I told Tamara before, I said, look, I, we're leaving meetings without people completing or fully understanding what their tasks are when we leave. So I, I, want, I want my team to know who's responsible for what when we walk out. And so to me, that's important. Um, you know, the most important meetings that I'm part of like I'm in three at Aaron overhead doors. The one's the daily huddle. I try to make as many of those as possible. The second one is my um, sales pipeline report meeting where we go through each deal that we have open on commercial and residential. And then the third one is our um, manager's meeting. And I attend one every week on Friday, but they meet Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, and so for me, those are great, but I like to get in. I like to get out. Give me the information. What's the problem? What's the solution? You know, let's find, let's find some, uh, you know, how are the employees? Where are we at with the budget? You know, where are we at with goal? How are we going to sell more? All that. So we yeah, hit absolutely. it fast and we try to get in and out. Yeah. Uh, good read for anyone who wants just a introduction to that is the one minute manager that was a book i'm going through for a second time now just really uh simplifies it it's a story you know allegory about you know management but you know that's if you don't know where to start you don't know how you're going to start managing or you know you need to do it because your communication's weak but you just you're you're busy writing in your calendar the eight things you want to cover uh, just say stop you know read this book it'll take you a weekend and you'll come back with a lot of clarity because, you know, which, what we all need is guidance on how to do this. You know, unless you, I don't think there's too many business owners that ran a, you know, 
20, 30, 40 person team and then decided to start their company indoors. You know, we're all having to grow into this position. And right. and that's a big part of it is this, your company's only going to grow as much as you can. You know, if their company is struggling, it's because you're struggling. If your company's not breaking through like you want it to, it's, it's you. You got to, not to bash and beat on you, but you got to figure out what you need help with so that you can raise yourself so that everybody can come up with you. Dude, I love it, bro. I need to get you a stage, man. You're in a zone. We got to get you speaking, telling the mm-hmm. stories. Yeah. I love it. It's dude. It's, it, you remind me a lot of the book, um, Extreme Ownership, you know, and I think we all find ourselves in these different seasons of life where, you know, things are being revealed to us. And sometimes things are revealed to us that aren't so sexy that we don't like about ourselves. And we're like, hmm. I really got to fix that. Or like you said, it was really humbling because you realize when you left, the numbers started getting better and the team's rocking and rolling. And you're like, dude, have I been keeping my team back this whole time? And I don't know if it's really that, right? But a lot of times, like I said earlier, I mean, the team is waiting on instruction. They're waiting on you to lead. And if you're not leading fast enough and pushing hard enough, but then when you leave, they're like, all right, we got to do this. We don't have any other option. He's not here anymore. And people start stepping up and running with it. It just starts clicking. And then, you know, there's a level of respect too. Now you have people who have moved up in the company and have more responsibilities and the people that they used to work side by side with respect and love them. And they're willing to work hard for them. And that's great, dude. And what you said about, um, you know, five or six, people. I learned that uh, when I was in software, I grew the sales team to 25 people, but we quickly understood that we couldn't proactively, proactively lead more than five or six people at a time. That was it. Now you can manage more than that, but you're not proactively leading more than five or six people on a daily basis, not in that environment. So I'm a big believer in for every five or six people, you need to have somebody, either a leader or a manager or somebody kind of, you know, uh, doing things where they're proactively leading them, making sure they feel like they're important, training, all that stuff. Like, it's really hard to do that if you're one person for 15 different people. Yep. Yeah. And that just speaks to like the fact that, uh, and that's one of the things I really like about Tommy Mello's messages that he's getting out to everyone is, man, our ownership and our management role is so much more than just like running a company. It's actually a lot to do with coaching. Um, if you got a team of it, you're hitting that seven, eight, nine person team and man, you can't keep a apprentice or a technician on board. You need to be coaching your guy below you so that he can put that same spirit of the company into the next, you know, three or four guys below him. Because you know, it's like roots on a tree, man. If you don't spread out and get deep, you can't, you're never going to, you can't grow too tall. Yep. 100%. So, Tamara, you got anything you want to ask before we wrap up? Let Josh go back in there and slam some doors. No, I don't have any questions for Josh, but I do want to thank him publicly because I think that um, in GDU, he's one of the ones that always like, kind of sits there quietly sometimes, but then he'll sneak in like with this really insightful question and everybody just goes like, what? 
Like you come in in the clutch for us. So thank you. He's for not that. chatty Kathy, that's for sure. But <laughs> he's got a big old heart and a big old brain. Uh, he's a smart dude. And, um, you know, I'm not to be cheesy, but I will take this opportunity to just say, you know, GDU is, um, you know, we could probably charge a lot more for it and it would still deliver in value. Um, Definitely. You know, the information that is shared in these groups could make the difference of hundreds of thousands of dollars in revenue a year, um, make you a better leader, increase your company, help you with financials. I mean, we're constantly working on all kinds of things. So uh, if you're interested, hit us up, let us know. Um, you can also go, go to garagedooru.com and apply. Um, people like Josh is in there, like really inspiring story. Uh, and, and like Tamara said, he, he's not going to be in there saying a thousand words, but when he does speak up, he's, he's dropping bombs. Um, and he loves barbecue. Just so you know, if you ever bump into him, barbecue <laughs> and the most expensive steak you can get at any restaurant. He likes both. That's like a challenge there, man. <laughs> Put something that big and meaty on the menu. You <laughs> yeah, find out just, if it's worth it. Yep. Exactly. Well, listen, Josh, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join us, bro. We really appreciate it. Um, you're awesome. I love you to death. Thank you yeah. for um, always being so supportive of everything that we're doing and um you know i guess i'll see you on what's I'll your see you tomorrow see you tomorrow Thursday? in the group and uh yep he's thursday oh thursday see you in two days two days yeah no I'm, yeah thank you guys that that group has uh been tremendous for me and i'll just give you another shout for that is because uh you know i was that guy like two years ago that's like i don't know if i could put that money like I got so much to pay for and to do. I shouldn't be spending money on myself. I need to get this in order or that in order. And, uh, yeah, that's where we got to apply some wisdom. You know, you'll be thoughtful about what you're spending your money on, but if it's an investment, you know, it, it forces you to make it worth it. Cause you gotta you know, look back at the end of the year and say, man, I spent that money on that. I gotta, I gotta have some results for that. I'm as, as accountable as one of the guys that works for me. You know, I gotta have a result. And so what's cool like you guys, brought it on before you make a big decision you have brilliant minds in these groups that you can bounce mm -hmm. it off of and yeah. not only could it make you a bunch of money but it can save you a bunch of money because absolutely you know, like josh with tons of experience and some of the others can keep you from making a big mistake so um i appreciate that listen guys i love you guys to death uh stay safe it's getting hot out there if you're in the south stay cool do something for your guys help them stay cool figure something out there uh but love you thank you for following long torch talk if you haven't liked our facebook page make sure you do so we're going to be um i'm in the middle of planning some events where i'm going to be traveling around doing like little regional events uh should be pretty interesting we're going to do some training some round table stuff uh it's going to be like virtual door dealer conference uh but in person so non-virtual door dealer conference uh scaled down without mike Rowe and some of the other people but it's going to be really intimate we're going to take the feedback that we got from virtual door dealer conference and we're going to apply that and make these uh little 
they're not going to be big. I'm not trying to have like a hundred people at these things. I'm looking to have like 30 to 50 people and uh, we're going to get like real. Uh, we're going to spend some time together and try to help yeah. each other out. So if you guys are interested, uh, be following along. We got uh, Garage Door U uh, Facebook page as well that you can join and get updates. So hope you guys have a blessed week. Thank you for following along. Have a wonderful day. Thanks, Josh.